Hello and welcome back to Daily World News with the latest global stories in just five minutes, seven days a week. Here are the top world stories for Friday, July 7, 2023. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed, available on iPhone and Android. A fire broke out overnight in a retirement home in Milan, killing six people and injuring dozens more. The cause of the fire is currently under investigation. Mayor Giuseppe Sala of Milan stated that the fire had been contained to one room, where two people lost their lives. The structure was evacuated, ensuring the safety of many individuals. In other news, the death toll from two weeks of monsoon rains in Pakistan has risen to at least 55, including eight children. The city of Lahore experienced a record-breaking downpour the previous day, resulting in the flooding of numerous streets and disrupting normal life. Pakistan's weather forecast agency has warned of more rain to come, particularly in Lahore. Tragically, eight children lost their lives in a massive landslide in the Shangla district of the Khyber Pakhtunkhwa province, which borders Afghanistan. Heavy rain continues to lash the impoverished nation, causing the main rivers in the Punjab province, Jhelum and Chenab, to overflow. The Disaster Management Agency is on high alert due to the fear of flash floods. It is worth noting that these rains come a year after a climate-induced downpour devastated Pakistan, leading to the loss of 1739 lives and causing $30 billion in damage in 2022. Meanwhile, Australian lawyer Kevin Yam, who is being pursued by Hong Kong authorities for exercising his democratic rights, now has a bounty on his head from the police. He is accused of engaging in serious national security offenses. The Hong Kong government argues that national security laws have extraterritorial effects recognized under international law. Criticism of the bounties is seen as double standards and hypocrisy. The Law Council of Australia and the Law Society of Hong Kong have expressed concerns about the law, which carries a punishment of up to life imprisonment for subversion, collusion with foreign forces, and secession. Yam has testified remotely to a U.S. congressional panel in May, shedding light on the pressure faced by Hong Kong's legal system. He has also met with Australian MPs to raise awareness about the situation in Hong Kong. Also, Russian state TV channel Rossiya One TV has aired footage of an FSB security service raid on the office and villa of Yevgeny Prigozhin, the head of the Wagner mercenary group. The broadcast strongly criticized Prigozhin, labeling him a traitor due to Wagner's armed rebellion against the Kremlin in late June. The luxurious villa belonging to Prigozhin was showcased featuring images of a jacuzzi, a helicopter, and a large mansion. It is worth noting that Prigozhin has returned to Russia, as confirmed by Lukashenko. In another story, the UK watchdog, the Financial Conduct Authority, has emphasized that banks must provide value to savers. However, the FCA does not have the authority to dictate pricing. Sheldon Mills, the FCA's executive director for competition, stated that savers are receiving value and that it is not his role to set rates for banks. Mills has also held discussions with nine lenders to address this issue. Meanwhile, residents of the Janine refugee camp in the northern West Bank of Israel 
are beginning to rebuild after Israeli forces concluded their two-day offensive against Palestinian militants. The offensive was launched in response to a series of attacks on Israelis. The Islamic Jihad claimed responsibility for four of the fatalities, while Hamas claimed the fifth. Israeli officials have stated that, to their knowledge, no civilians were killed during the offensive. Masked men, dressed in black and armed, were seen in the area as the sun set on Wednesday night. Some residents feared further raids following the offensive, which resulted in the deaths of 12 Palestinians. Lastly, a barrage of Russian cruise missiles struck the western Ukrainian city of Lviv on Thursday, resulting in the deaths of at least five civilians and injuring dozens more, according to local authorities. The Ukrainian Air Force reported that it had successfully shot down seven out of ten caliber cruise missiles fired from the Black Sea early Thursday. The attack caused significant damage to approximately 30 houses and 50 cars. This incident highlights the unfortunate reality that innocent civilians continue to lose their lives in Ukraine, despite the Kremlin's repeated denials of targeting non-military targets. Rescue workers have been tirelessly clearing the rubble of a shattered apartment block, with 43% of the debris cleared by 6 p.m. on Thursday. However, there is still a possibility of finding victims trapped in the wreckage. Our top world stories for today are brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed. Download the free Blogcast app on your iPhone or Android today. If you enjoyed this, please consider listening to our other podcasts, Daily Business News, Daily Tech News, Daily Science News, and Daily Lifestyle News. Thanks for listening.